On this episode of A History of the Navy in 100 Objects, we're looking at an object that was present at two major events in Navy history, the opening of Japan in 1853 by U.S. naval forces and the surrender of the Japanese at the end of World War II in 1945. Claude Barabee, the director of the museum, joins us to weave together the story. Throughout much of the 19th century, U.S. naval officers weren't only conducting military operations, they were also conducting diplomatic relations with other countries. They were the ones engaging in treaties on behalf of the United States government. This happened primarily uh, after 18, the War of 1812 and continued on for most of the 19th century until uh, telegraphs and better forms of communication enabled diplomats from Washington, D.C. to conduct treaties. One of the more uh, famous diplomat officers was Commodore Matthew C. Perry from a very famous family uh, related to Oliver Hazard Perry, victor of the Battle of Lake Erie during the War of 1812. Matthew Perry during the 1830s had been uh, stationed at the Brooklyn Navy Yard. He uh, gathered around these officers, these junior officers, every Monday at his office and started talking about issues around the world. It eventually becomes the Naval Lyceum. They start writing about the world around them and that becomes the Navy Magazine for a couple of years. The item we have today is from Matthew Perry's most famous mission and that was to open trade with Japan. The flag you see behind me is the flag that first flew uh, over Uraga, which was near Yo uh, Yokohama, Japan, in 1853, while Perry was signing the Treaty of Kanagawa with the Japanese. The flag flew on the 14th of July, 1853, by an official party led by Perry. Uh, at the time, he was commanding the U.S. East Indies Squadron for a meeting with Japanese officials working toward the negotiation of this first Western Treaty with Japan. Eventually, it was signed on the 31st of March, 1854, during a second visit to Yokohama. At noon, uh, graduation ceremonies for the class of 1855 held at the Naval Academy on the 12th of June, 1855, Dr. Ninian Pinckney presented to the Naval Academy in the name of Commodore Perry this first U.S. flag to have officially flown in Japan. It was received by the th superintendent of the Academy, Commander Louis M. Goldsboro. Dr. Pinckney, a native of Annapolis, was the surgeon at the Naval Academy from 1852 to 1856, and he had served with distinction under Commodore Perry during the Mexican War. The flag became part of the U.S. Navy Trophy Flag Collection, established by Act of Congress in 1814 and transferred to the Naval School Lyceum, later the Academy, by executive order of President James Knox Polk in 1849. It received preservation treatment, linen cross stitches, and linen backing in 1913 when Mrs. Amelia Fowler of Boston worked on the flag collection at the Naval Academy. In a letter from Rear Admiral J.R. Beardall, Naval Academy Superintendent, to the Secretary of the Navy dated 27 October 1944 concerning the presentation of the Naval Academy Museum of the first U.S. flag hosted over Japanese territory in World War II and the first Japanese flag captured on Japanese territory, Admiral Beardall concluded, quote, it is not generally known that the first U.S. flag hoisted over Japanese territory is the one hoisted by Perry on July 14, 1853. The flag referred to is at the Naval Academy and its possible use at some future date is obvious, unquote. On the 14th of August, 1945, Captain Harry Baldridge, director and curator of the U.S. Naval Academy Museum, 
wrote a memorandum to Rear Admiral H.B. Miller, Director of Public Information, now called CHINFO, Department of the Navy, enclosing a copy of Admiral Beardall's letter of October 1944 and stating, quote, I have no idea whether it has occurred to anyone the implications set forth therein. As I write this, Kaltenborn is speaking on radio about MacArthur going to receive surrender. I would hate to see him use this Perry flag at his headquarters ashore, but nevertheless, I think someone in Washington should know the Matthew C. Perry U.S. Ensign is at the Academy. P.S. If you think this will help the Navy, the flag is available. The Army made a great point about the U.S. flag Eisenhower had hoisted at his headquarters at the surrender of Germany." Unquote. Admiral Miller concurred in the use of the flag at the Japanese surrender ceremony and the flag was delivered to Washington on 23rd of August 1945. Lieutenant John K. Bremier delivered the wooden crate containing the flag to Admiral William F. Halsey, commanding 3rd Fleet, after a record-breaking flight of 9,500 miles on the 29th of August 1945. The flag was prominently, although incorrectly, displayed on the bulkhead of the USS Missouri during the surrender ceremony held on the deck of that battleship in Tokyo Bay the 2nd September 1945. Because of the linen backing on the flag, it could only be hung properly in a vertical position. Aboard USS Missouri, it was hung horizontally. The Naval Academy Museum is proud to hold such an important piece of Navy history. Come visit us at the museum to see this flag for yourself. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast.